we've been looking at some of the people in the family tree of Jesus. And it's been really interesting because the truth is this. In the family tree of Jesus, there were actually some criminals. There were some prostitutes. There were some murderers. Really some unexpected people (laughs) kind of show up in the family tree of Jesus. And we've been looking at this from the perspective of Matthew as he writes. As he begins to tell the Christmas story, he points out some of those people, I think, to really let us know that this baby that was about to be born was coming to change everything. He was coming to change people's hearts. That God was coming to earth in the form of a baby to save all of us from destroying ourselves. A baby who would then grow up and offer to imperfect people like you and me and like some of those people in the family tree of Jesus. Grace and forgiveness for all their sins. And in this series, if if you've been coming, you know we've met through video. Some people in Velma's diner. And they're kind of people who've been struggling with the stuff of life, kind of like we struggle with the stuff of life. And they're people who also need a Savior. And they decided to put together a Christmas pageant in their own way to kind of show their little town what Christmas was all about. So whether you've been here or not, let's check in at Velma's Diner and see what's going on. Check this out. Previously on Velma's. That woman who just went to the back back there. Her name wouldn't be Valerie by any chance, would it? Who, Velma? Is Velma's name Valerie? Well, obviously not. She's an old girlfriend that left without a word. Hello, Valerie. It's been a long time. So tell me, do I have a son or a daughter? Any sign of her yet? Not hot nor hair. And let me tell you, that's a lot of hair to hide. We don't have a Velma. We don't have any wise men. We don't have any animals. And we don't have a Joseph, so I guess you're about right. Hey, Henry, take him out back and show him Joseph's house coat of many colors. Go get me a whole bunch of animals. I don't care what they are. Just go. We got a little less than two hours, and we may just pull this thing off after all. Have you seen Buddy? He's supposed to be here with all the animals. Well, he was messing around with that Santa trap contraption earlier, and then he ran out of here with some rope. Oh. Well, the Three Kings dressed up real nice, don't they? <laughs> I'm thinking about asking him to sing Blue Christmas. What do you think? I think this pageant couldn't get any stranger. <laughs> well, it looked hey. like I spoke too soon. Hey. Buddy, what, hey, Buck. what hey. are you doing? Well, you told me to get some animals and didn't matter what they looked like, so I did. Well, there weren't no goldfish or dogs at the manger, and I don't even know what to say about that deer head. Well, I was thinking we could hang some colored balls from the antlers. Well, we don't have time. we got to get everybody over to the rec center. All right, um, listen up, everybody. Okay, um, thank you all so much for being here. Um, well, well, Velma was supposed to do this, but seeing as how she's not here, I guess I will. Okay, we'll head over first with the shepherds, and then uh, Mary and Joseph. And don't forget the baby Jesus. And the baby Jesus, and then the Elvis Kings, and then the angel will bring up the rear. (laughs) Shut up, Henry. All right, everybody, let's go. 
was that? Well, that's my Santa trap. I think I got him. What the? <gasps> Velma? Velma! Are you all right, honey? Yes, I'm fine. No thanks to this contraption. I just knew you'd come back, Velma. I'm not back, Henry. I just dropped by to, to grab a few things, and then this thing grabbed me. Are you leaving us, honey? Look, I've given it a lot of thought. I've been lying so long, I just I just don't see any other way. Well, what happened to your hair, Velma? See, I don't even know how to wear my hair. Am I Velma or am I Valerie? Oh, no, she's confused again. Uh, Velma, you can't leave us. I mean, you're part of our family. Who is, Henry? Velma or Valerie? I mean, they even got lie to each other like I've lied to y'all, and you all deserve better. We don't want better. We want you. Henry. Well, you know what I mean. Look, can you just tell us what happened, Velma? Well, I was about 16 years old, and so was he. We were old enough to know better, but... One thing led to another, and then that led to a baby, and, and that baby changed everything. Wait, that, that's it. Hush up, buddy. <laughs> Velma, this is about me, isn't it? What are you talking about, Nadine? You having to leave town on no, account Velma of... No, don't have Hush to leave. Up, you... buddy. You having to leave town on account of your daughter. What does she have to do with you? For heaven's sakes, just say it, Velma. Say what? I'm your little girl, aren't I? Waitress, and you love being a waitress. I have big hair, and you, when you had big hair, you've been here for 25 years, and I'm basically 25 years old. Now, come on, Velma. I watch all my children. I know how these things work. Nadine? Yes. <laughs> you need to loosen up your halo, darling, because you're cutting off your oxygen. <laughs> your mama lives on Spring Avenue, where she has since the day she brought you home from the hospital. Which is where you're going to end up if you don't quit talking so crazy. Well, then, if I'm not your little girl, then what happened to her? Well, once I found out I was pregnant, it became clear that I didn't fit my parents' idea of the model daughter. Between their disappointment and the disapproval of the ladies at my church, I just couldn't take it. So, so I left. Well, no wonder that lady from the Fountain of uh, Grace Memorial, Grace Memorial church. church set you off that day. Yeah. Her accent was different, but her tone was the same. So I moved to Oregon until she was born. And then this nice couple came and took her and gave her the life that I couldn't. From there, I, I moved down here and said goodbye to Valerie and hello, Velma. And as much as I hate to say it, I guess it's time for me to say goodbye to Velma. Oh, now they say I'm the stupid one. No, oh, that's your buddy. But no, I don't, I don't, I don't think that I will. I mean, it was always hush up, buddy. You be quiet, buddy. Shut your pie hole, buddy. But you know, I'm through being quiet, and I'm I'm gonna say my piece. As long as it's all right with Velma. Okay, buddy. What is it? I think it's stupid for you to leave. Now listen, buddy. It's complicated, and I know that you don't understand. No, no, you don't understand. Uh, I mean, you said when you had that baby, it, it, it changed everything. It did. Well, that's the point. I mean, isn't that what happened at, at Christmas? I mean, <laughs> I mean, things were bad, and 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 people were afraid of, of God and, and of each other, and and then and then Mary had a baby, and and that changed everything. 
And then, then all the people that the world said weren't good enough, it didn't matter anymore because, because he made it to where it was okay. They didn't have to be that good anymore. Isn't that right? I mean, he changed everything. So, so Nadine, she can play an angel and that, that I can and mess up and it'll be okay, right? And, and that you don't have to change to a new place. You can stay right here with the people that love you. And I'm just saying it'd be stupid for you to leave. When he went and changed everything. That's all. <laughs> who who would have thought? How did you go and get to be so smart? I just listened to you, Velma. <laughs> well then listen up. You all get this pass on the road. Get to work while I go draw on a new set of eyes. So you're staying? No. <laughs> I'm staying. <laughs> All right, everybody, let's go. <laughs> now, In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths, placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby that was lying in the manger. And when they had seen him, 
they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard this were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured all these things and paid, pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all of the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Isn't that amazing? What an amazing story that around the world, in 2,000 different languages, publicly and privately, and in some cases secretly, people are gathering to celebrate the birth of this one baby. And his name is Jesus. And that's because that baby grew up and then gave his life for the sins of the whole world. And then that baby turned around and said, and whoever believes in me, whoever places their trust in me, Whoever decides to follow me will never perish, but instead they'll have everlasting life in heaven. The Bible says, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all of the people. And I love that little word, all the people. For today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And then it says, this great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to those on whom the favor of Jesus rests. Folks, God knew that not one of us could be perfect. And so he sent a savior and his name is Jesus. And Jesus came for all people. All good people, all the bad people, all the in-between people. That means that Jesus came for you and me. And all of God's people said, amen. God sent Jesus to pay for sin once and for all. So that anybody could have a relationship with God, no matter what they had done. And that's the good news. So Jesus came to forgive you and me and to give peace to you and me. And folks, that is the message of Christmas. He came to forgive our sins and to replace it with peace from him and peace with him. And once you come to Jesus and confess your sins, folks, I believe that's when you can really begin to celebrate Christmas because you know deep down in your heart that you know God and God knows you, that you're right with God and God is right with you. Folks, you can know that your sins are forgiven and there is reserved for you a place in heaven with holy God. You know what? Grace from God and forgiveness for all of your sins and peace with him and from him is the whole point of Christmas. And that's what God has waiting for every person on this planet. Grace from his hand, not condemnation, but grace, forgiveness for all of our sins and peace deep down in our hearts with God. 
That's what Christmas is all about. And so as we all begin our Christmas celebrations tonight, I want to ask you, have you really experienced, have you experienced yet peace with God? God's peace. Because I want you to know if you haven't yet, it's real. And sometimes we run around and, and we just keep running and doing things, trying to find peace because we're sometimes afraid to be quiet because when we get quiet, there's not peace. But God has a peace that passes all understanding. God says in his word that his peace is not like the peace that the world gives, but it's special. It's real inner peace, knowing that you're right with God. Have you experienced that peace? Because he's promised it to you, and you can have it by simply coming to God tonight, that Savior that was born for all the people, that Savior that was born for you. You can have peace with him tonight. And what happens when you come to him and say, God, I've messed up, I've sinned, I, I want to confess it, come into my life and be my Savior and Lord? What happens? Well, it changes everything. It changes your future. You can now have a future in heaven with God, holy God, forever and ever. But it changes your life here and now. When love came down, when the baby came down, when God came down in the form of a baby, it changed everything for all of us. Amen? And that's why we can celebrate. And yet, if you don't have that peace in your heart tonight, why not make this Christmas Eve 2013, the night that you decide to give your life to God. Let him forgive you of your sins. And then really go and celebrate, knowing that you're right with God. Would you bow your heads with me? I'm going to pray a prayer. I just want to invite you to pray it in your heart and mean it in your heart with me tonight. And as you do this, you can begin a relationship with Jesus Christ, that Savior that was born for all the people. That's you, that's me. Would you pray this in your heart as I pray it? Father, I confess that I have sinned. I confess that I need a Savior. And I understand that that's Jesus. So Jesus, I ask you to come into my life. I ask that you cover me with your grace. I don't deserve it, but cover me with your grace. Forgive me of all my sins. And fill me with your peace. I ask that tonight in the Savior's name, in Jesus' name. I ask this. And all of God's people said, Amen. Amen.